Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade coming to you live from WYAB 1039FM. Well, folks, it is. It is Monday. Did you get an email from me? Yeah. Okay. You should have, uh, of course, uh, I'll send it to you again, given the... Uh, Problems you have with five email accounts that I send it to, but anyway, I, I actually think this guy is shirking his uh, responsibility. I pay him well. I let him make uh, bootleg copies of the program that he sells, and, and I don't say anything about it. I've been knowing about it for years. That's how he has attained the uh, Salesman of the Year award numerous times. But uh, just simple things that I ask of this man is it's like pulling teeth, and then I get the the you know the back talk and. You know, you're not the boss of me and all that kind of crap. But anyway, uh, we keep him around. Why? I don't know. Of course, uh, something about him and the uh, the boss. And so I don't know. He's got incriminating evidence about something. But anyway, uh, I'm going to send it to you again. I'm going to turn my cap around. Well, folks, it is Monday. <clears throat> we made it to another weekend. No small feat, I might add. The city of Jackson continues to descend into the abyss. The lawsuits are flying. What? Uh, Lawsuits are flying here in the city of Jackson to pick up garbage. Who knew? Man, if nothing else, the the lawyers are cleaning up if nobody else is cleaning up in the city of Jackson. Uh, I will go on record again and and, uh, tell you, folks, the whole minority set-aside thing is a scam. Okay? Now, let me, for those of you jumping up and down and, you know, because like I said, you don't phase me with the with the uh, black for living talk. That crap is it's a waste of time. You're wasting your breath with me. OK. If you want to do something, be good at whatever it is you're supposed to be doing. OK. But here's the thing. The set aside program, as, as is being practiced by the city of Jackson here, is nothing but a slush fund. And we're finding that it's the same people. Like this, this Asian woman uh, that they have as the minority female contractor, she gets a piece of almost every contract that comes down the pike simply because she fits the category. Man, boo-boo on this crap. No, 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 no. We, we need to shut this down. This is a waste of money, and this is just a way for the politicians to get kickback, in my view. This is why I keep telling you folks who are break-in artists, who, folks out there who kick in doors, you know who got cash at the house? These politicians. Because they stealing. And you know they're not getting paid in checks. They're not getting 1099. So, uh, but that's all, that's all the minority set-aside program has devolved into. It may start out as a good deal, good idea, but right now it's nothing but a kickback program. And we're paying through the nose. As a matter of fact, it's incentivizing the elected officials like the bears, mayors, and et cetera of these towns and municipalities and council people and others to do just what they're doing. You go through all this rigmarole because they're trying to slate and, and uh, uh, 
slide money over to their friends who can slide money back to them in the form of graft and corruption. All minority set aside program is turned into is just a graft and corruption program. That's all. This ain't got nothing to do whether or not、uh, a minority is qualified, yada, yada, yada. If he's qualified, there's enough black folks out there who'd have made the big bucks now who could stand behind him and get some things done. Okay? Now, if the black millionaires and billionaires don't want to stand behind black folks, then don't come to me with all this black talk and don't be dropping salt on white folks about who won't support you. If you ain't going to support your own, like I said, fathead Benny Thompson, 80 million, he's up $80 million since he went to Congress to help black folks, poor folks. Up $80 million. He came back, stopped some of these folks who are trying to get into the game. And yet, We want to browbeat and sweat white folks to, to kingdom come over lack of economic development, yada, yada, yada. I'm telling you, boy, when you, when you hear Socrates Garrett on, the, on, the, on WNPR crying about that stuff, bruh, please. Bruh, please. The bottom line is if anybody got in their weight up that should be able to get out there and compete on an equal footing, it would be you. But they don't want to compete on equal footing. They, they want to give away. So, but anyway, it's just another reason why I keep saying, folks, and you get mad at me when I'm saying this, but I'm sitting here looking at this stuff. Wherever you have black Democrats running things, it ain't going to ever get together, on,、uh, not financially. Not, it's not going to float itself. It ain't going to happen. Everything we buy into is either crap, corrupt, or just criminal. And it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm saying, what is the point? Back when we were Negroes, we could take a, a good harvest, those, take those extra、uh, bushels of uh, peas, uh, what are purple hull peas and lima beans and sell those and, and, and send kids off to college and sell a calf and, and, and buy some shoes for everybody. Now we got millions of Benny's worth $80 million. And he act like he d o n t know no poor people. He act like he d o n t know nobody in need. Everything is racism. That's the only thing he's concerned about now. But he wasn't concerned so much about that as he was trying to get paid when he was coming up. I'm just saying, folks, this is not a, a this is just a reality check. The bottom line is, it ain't going to get no better. You hear me say on Friday's Gun and Knife Club, folks, y'all wasting your time. This whole word, I mean, I comment on the number of murders and mayhem on the streets of Jackson. But the truth of the matter is, nobody give a flip. Black folks don't even care. It's just something to talk about. It's barbershop talk, essentially. Every opportunity we have to solve every problem that we have, we don't take it. Blacks in America talk all that black crap, but blacks in America are the Joseph of the Bible. We were sold into slavery, rose up to be、uh, second in command in Potter's House in terms of two political parties. In this country, blacks basically dominate one of the parties and don't use their weight, numbers, or influence to extract any kind of uh, uh, meaningful results on anybody's behalf other than those individuals in, in power. Blacks in Africa, blacks in the Caribbean, blacks across this globe could really benefit from us getting our crap together and using our weight in the Congress. The Congress, is, the Congress of the United States is the bank. It is the money trough for this nation. All spending bills come out of the Congress. Blacks dominate the Congress. 
if just five black people in this current Congress fold their arm and say, don't nothing get passed until we get paid. If they just fold their arm and do that, we could get whatever we want. Nancy Pelosi would have to bow down. But because these, these trifling Negroes just go and lay their votes at the feet of these white politicians who then turn around and open up the purse of America to all these immigrants when you got four, five-year-old kids walking across three, two or three uh, countries to get to our southern border. And then when they get here, these same white Congress people who run the, who run the Congress, white Democrats, have a Uber, have planes and Greyhound buses to take these kids anywhere they want to go in America. And then black folks, uh, we, we can't get a reparation bill because of white Republicans. You damn fools. This is why I keep telling white folks, no, 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 no. Particularly those white folks who really hate black folks, you know what you do? Do nothing. Don't do nothing for black folks. Don't do any. See, the worst thing that's happening to black folks is those guilt-ridden white folks trying to help. That's the ones who won't. It's like having somebody who's addicted to drugs. Sometimes you got to let them hit rock bottom. You can't give them one more $20 bill. Let me just get one $20 because you know they can go buy some meth or some crack with it. No, you got to let them hit rock bottom. Same way it is with black folks. We ain't gonna get our, we're not even interested in getting our crap together. It ain't even no secret on what we need to do. We're just not going to do it because we don't want to cross what white Democrats want for themselves. Not what we want for ourselves, but what white Democrats want for themselves. And what they want for themselves is power, money, and whores. That's it. We won't even look out for our babies. Our kids are graduating from high school reading at the kindergarten level. And it's okay with these pompous PhD Negroes who run in the school districts. No, Hoss, like I told you before, if I had my way, bruh, I'd reorganize the clan and I'd roll up on these fools and break them off something, mm, something, something. Simply because they need it. We ain't got to put up with this crap. The last 40, 50 years of black leadership has been a complete disaster. Started out good. They were handed a baton. All they had to do was run, run to the finish line. These fools are running amok. That's why I keep saying, you know what? The GOP and the DNC, neither one of them will put a, a Negro like Kim Wade in charge of anything. You know why? Because I'm going to break it up at the Oh, my God, I'll break it up at the door. No other shorty than God's word that I do these things. I would do it. All the crying and gnashing of teeth wouldn't do. Boy, it'd be like foreplay to me. The more you scream, the more. Ooh, baby, ooh, baby, keep screaming. Because that's what's needed. Look what white Democrats got out of black folks when they put that whip on, when they put that boot up the backside of black people. We built a water system here in Jackson that lasted over a hundred years. Negroes got free, folks. Now y'all, you can bear me witness on this one here. How many of y'all right now, when you drive home, you looking at a leak on your street that they done fixed, worked on, how many times? I mean, damn. How often you got to go in there and just put a piece of pipe in there tight, make sure it ain't leaking, and then put the dirt back down? 
But if they had Mr. Charlie standing over them with a boot up, starting to put a boot up their black side, oh man, they had that pipe tight. And what happened? Oh, things done got too far gone. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, you know, like I said before, you, could, you can write the black community off. It ain't going to get any better because you got people taking advantage of us. And the people taking advantage of us are black folks. They can get mad at me all they want, but you know what they can't? They can't call me a liar. They can say they don't like what I say. They're going to say I don't, I don't like my tone and all that. But one thing they can't say, Kim Wade, you are a liar. These Negroes ain't going to fix nothing, man. You got preachers. Black preachers who done took walk-around money, didn't get nothing for it, didn't ask anything on behalf. Now, I will say this, and you guys talked about Charles Evers all down through the years. Like I said, I, done, I, I sat in meetings with Charles, and I heard him out sitting there, heard him out his own mouth say this. You got to do something for my folks. You, you got to do something for Charles, but you got to do something for my folks. The, these, these preachers who took the money on Thad Cochran and all, they ain't, they ain't doing nothing. They didn't ask for nothing. Thad Cochran was chairman of the Appropriations Committee, the counterpart to the House Spending uh, uh, Appropriations Committee. Everybody else who wants something, Haley Barber, uh, Thad was his boy. Because whatever Haley, anybody came to Haley, Corporation, hey, Haley, we need a, a law written to do this, do this here. Okay, he go to Thad, Thad put that in the next bill. But our leadership, Al Sharpton met with Barack Obama 350 sometime over eight years. Didn't bring black folks' name up one time. Did you hear him go on his radio program and talk about it? They sitting at there snorting cocaine while the community going down the drain. No, nah, Hoss. Oh, I'm I'm thoroughly disgusted with, 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 with what black leadership is doing. Uh-uh. I ain't got no nah, Hoss. And I'm going to tell you to your face. I ain't going to be saying, ooh. No, 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 Hoss. You ain't going to hear me stuttering. Mm-mm. I'm standing flat-footed when I say, this is some crap. But anyway, uh, the bottom line is, folks, and I was uh, went to a business out in Pearl that was once in Jackson. And I'm saying, black, the black community can keep all these businesses, but we don't want to do anything with our kids. And the reason why we don't do anything with our kids is because we buying into all that immoral, degenerate crap coming out of the Democrat Party. Because black leaders, black Preachers in particular won't hold the line. They don't ask for nothing. Oh, but when you get up to those pearly gates and you got to turn your palms up and you got shepherd's pie all over your hand, mouth, crumbs in your sweater. And the Lord said, what did you do for my people? What did you do for my sheep? Well, <laughs> let me holler at you a minute, Jesus. No, nah, it ain't going to be like that, brother. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. Couple things. Look, I want to remind you, Railway's Hardware, several locations throughout Central Mississippi, stands at the ready. If you have a project, well, there's a, a Railway Hardware right near you, and folks, they're going to give you that reliable service that you can depend on to get the project done. How many times have you had to go back a thousand different? I know. Every time I do a little plumbing project. I spend more on gas and going back and forth trying to get the right part when I could have just went to Revel Ace Hardware and said, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Oh, this is what you need. One time, you get it done. So check them out. Don't be like Kim. Get wise. Go and use Revel Ace Hardware, and I'm going to commend them to you, to you highly. And I need to turn my cap around. What was the last thing I did? Oh, 
I was replacing a strainer, and then I thought I had that strainer sitting there all that time thinking it was the right one. Turned out not to be the right one. <clears throat> I hate that when that happens. Anyway, you don't have to have that happen to you. Revel Ace Hardware, uh, all over central Mississippi, Terry Road, uh, the parkway there in Clinton, Mississippi, uh, the spillway there and the reservoir, and uh, what is it? Uh, Highway 49 South. They're everywhere. Revel Ace Hardware. Check them out. Go Revel Outdoor. Go to reveloutdoor.com. It'll take you to all the other locations. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, man. I was wondering why, who would I want to be uh, king of the world more with, un, with uh, unchallenged power more, you or, or President Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd break it up at the door, man. Oh, I'd, you, you'd hear some scream. People would think they were in hell. I, I would try to recreate it for all these animals, enemies of uh, good. I'd give them a forerunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'd rather see you with, with unchallenged power <laughs> over everything in the world. <laughs> right now is what we really need. Yeah. To, to really fix all the fix of corruption. And, you know, they, they've just corrupted so much. It's, I mean, you, you almost need a, a, an all-powerful dictator to just uh, lay down the law, give, we give her the corruption, and then we start all over again with a little with some a little more honesty until we, we corrupt, get corrupt again to that level, which hopefully will take another couple of hundred years. Um, and speaking of which, the corruption, what bugs you the most about the so-called New York Times bombshell revelation that the Hunter Biden uh, laptop was real mm-hmm. is that they New York Times think they're the authority on when it was real. It's mm-hmm. a good point. <laughs> and just because you're just getting around to acknowledging that it was authentic didn't make it any less authentic two years ago when Tucker Carlson was talking about it right when uh, the New York uh was New York Post with Washington whatever the newspaper but they got banned off the internet uh, banned off Twitter when they brought it up when they first introduced it. right so so it's not now all of a sudden proven to be authentic because the grandiose New York Times says it is Oh, it drives me so crazy about this. Like, oh, so it's a, so it's authentic because you guys finally get around to saying it is. Mm. It's Russian propaganda until you tell us it's not. Right. Well, well it, it goes back to your original comment about the arrogance of the elite, the evil of the elite, and how they just basically do. They will say and do whatever they need to. You know, I mean, if they need to reverse course 180 degrees in the next sentence. To accomplish their goal of a worldwide power attainment and money, uh, they'll do it. They don't care because you know what? Well, who's going to hold them accountable? You- and there's them lies our problem mm-hmm. because they know that when they get, get stories wrong, they can uh, they can be caught in lies, but no one's going to hold them accountable for it. Like with CNN, the Brian Stelter, the Breitbart show, uh, brought told you know about Brian Stelter saying, "Well, you said it was Russian propaganda," and Stelter said, "Well, show me where I ever said it was Russian propaganda." You know, they show a bunch of stories of, of news of footage of him looking like, okay, you didn't use the word it was, that it is Russian propaganda, but you made your audience think that it was. Mm-hmm. I call it a conspiracy or just a, a, a conspiracy theory by right winger and supporters of Trump. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, you did make people believe that if you see people to believe, it was just Russian propaganda that needed to be ignored. And since when is this, this is the so-called criteria? They can't put stories out because it might be Russian propaganda. So we're not going to let people know this. 
Mm-hmm. But when it was Trump, <clears throat> those rules didn't apply. When it was Trump and the PPK, they didn't care. Anything with any salacious thing against Trump, or what was it when he said Trump called the uh, uh, servicemen a-holes or something like that or something around that nature? Right. Yeah, no proof, but they put it out there front and center. Well, again, this is an opportunity for those who want to know and understand how the media work, the whole echo chamber effect, the fact that they're totally, I mean, just they, they're immoral. They don't care about wrongdoing. They care about winning. And they know that's what's important in this pl- on this plane, in this secular environment, in this world. And then those who have some type of spiritual underpinnings to them, many do not have the, uh, the fortitude to say, well, you know what? I'm going to stand on this. I'm going to reject this. I'm going to quit watching it. Well, it won't do it. And everybody's trying to have it their way. And the way that they're having it is not going to sustain us over, excuse me, going forward. It's not going to sustain this nation. It's going to take some resolute, like you say, a dictator, somebody coming there with a with a pimp's hand, a, 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 what they, uh, the, a strong hand, and just, you know, manhandle folks, get them back in line. Uh not the, I think I grew you the first time, the pimp hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, because, yeah, that's what I mean. That's how where they have us now. Because we can't get any truth or or a right from them. Mm-hmm. They just will not they tell in nothing but lies and uh and inspect and but nothing but lies. Because again, they are their father, they are the the sons of the father of lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they have so I mean that's all they know. And they constantly call us conspiracy theorists. And saying that uh, Trump lies, and saying that Alex Jones lies, and all these other people. And when you keep on, it always just today. What is it? Today's conspiracy theory is tomorrow is the, uh, the tomorrow's facts. Mm-hmm. That's where we are now with these people. That's what I want. Cause these, cause, I mean, I'm getting the point, Kim. No conspiracy theory is too far fetched for me to believe it. For me to think there's some truth to it behind it, any, behind it anymore. Look, they, because they, it, they constantly keep proving to be true. Listen. It, these are not conspiracy theories. This is the truth that's being spun as conspiracy. The people who are so-called fact checkers, they all work for Bill and Melinda Gates. Folks, this, this stuff is a circle. But you got people out there who want to give others the benefit of the doubt. And they get mad at you more so than they get mad at the people who's telling the lie. So, I mean. You know, this war in Ukraine, uh, you, can forget, you, you can forget about it. You're not going to get uh, just. War has always been full of propaganda on both sides. Uh, we because they want to spin it. We know that, but we, well, we, there's just nothing that can be. We during the Iraq War, you got uh, some measure of truth because they were trying to bring down Bush with it. Right. So you got a good degree of truth during the Iraq War. And they, hey, they, but let it be now. We're fighting food. They would plant weapons of mass destruction in the in, in Russia or in Ukraine or wherever just to say, hey, see, there they are. And the bills would pretend like they were there all the media pretend like they're all tablets with Putin. But when it was Saddam Hussein, which is rightfully so, they did not find any. Then they, but they'll, the media would plant it today if it was Putin. They would help the CIA plant them, put it there, and spin it. And we, because we, I mean, they say they are demons. We can't trust anything they say. And, and uh, for them to, they show there's a montage out there of them showing all the mediaites. Saying uh, Russian propaganda, Russian propaganda, Russian saying the same thing, and the New York Post put out there. You know, I saw you know you saw that clip. Uh, the uh, all the people see the uh, so-called intelligence folks who lied and said it was likely Russian propaganda. Right, it had fifty-one of them on the front page of it, and these people just lied with gusto. Uh, that's what I said, folks. 
if you want to continue to play this, the only people playing a game is you. And、uh, as my brother Jack would always say, quit trying. What you're seeing is what you're seeing. Quit trying to make it be something else. There's no benefit in it for you trying to pretend that it's something else, and your eyes are telling you exactly what you're seeing. So, we, the American people, play this game at our own peril. You're going to find yourself just like they're planning on making、uh, the country of Ukraine a first world country. They're going to turn it into Syria, into one of these battleground countries where there's constant war going on simply because they can. And they want to tell you that they're concerned about your COVID health or your health. Or, these people, it's all a game to them. It's all a game. They're not going to beat Putin. With, and all they're doing is just getting you people in Ukraine slaughtered left and right,、mm-hmm. fighting a war they can't win. They should surrender, accept what the Putin's terms, because unless, unless NATO and some of the Western countries are willing to go in there and fight Putin, then you're not going to win. Then they've they shown they're not going to do it, which they shouldn't do it. And so then your only record is the only record is he wants to save his people. He really cares as much as he says, is to surrender. And maybe sanctions can keep on Putin if that's what they want to do. Although they're not doing that much either. Because we're not that totally convinced. I'm not convinced he's wrong. Well, what's going to happen is in, in Ukraine, there's going to be a civil war. I mean, even if Russia prevails, they're just going to be, you know, just constant fighting in that country. The country's going to be destroyed.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, at the end of the day, they're not going to unseat Putin. Russia and China is going to join together. Russia, China produces all the crap that the world needs anyway. Uh, through all those little shops and all the manufacturing plants they have over there, Russia is going to be all right as far as economically. I mean, they may not be any better than they were, but they're not going to be any worse at the end of the day. Because it's a, they, they, I was reading a number of the number of countries that actually support、uh, Russia by virtue outright saying they support Russia or abstaining and not going along with what America is trying to do as far as sanctioning is concerned. It's a 300 some countries. It's some astronomical country. And、uh, when it comes to people supporting this, it's going to be Brent,、uh, France, Britain, the, the typical, you know, the usual suspects, as it were. We're not in a good position right here、uh, as, as it relates to that. But, Thanks to bumbling Biden.、Uh, what do you think about Hunter Biden? I've heard some conservatives say that they think he's going to be indicted.、Uh, I mean, I'm thinking there's more wishful thinking than anything. What do you think? Well, even if he's indicted, it's only because they, they play. What, what the whole New York Times article admitting to Biden's laptop being is because they plan on getting rid of Joe Biden one way or the other. Joe's gone.、Mm-hmm. He, may be, he, he may end up being room temperature, but he is gone from office. And、uh, they, may use the, they may get rid of Hunter and Joe at the same time、uh, with the documents that will come out and be released. And, and、uh, I could see Pelosi or Clinton being nominated up there by the, at the end of the day. But、uh, Biden's days on this world stage is, 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 is short. But listen, I got to take a break. All right, right. We'll be right back. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report. To potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now 
We're offering system X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast, and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. I want to remind you, real estate agent extraordinaire, Rita Jensen, who you just heard, folks, she's really getting the job done. She's a seasoned agent. She knows the ins and outs. She knows all the players in the business. She can tell you how to best move that property or how to best purchase the property. If you listen to her, listen to the professional, you're going to be uh, getting the results that you want. Not only the results, you know, Rita guarantees results. That's right. She's certified and stamped on both sides to get you the job, get your job done. That's what you're selling your home or getting you in a new home. That's the way she rolls. Give her a call, 601-720-4037, That's RitaJensen.net, J-E-N-S-E-N.net. All right, folks, oh, on, on the plumbing, I had to replace the, uh, the drain pipe uh, on my sink. And what I did when I put it on there a couple years ago, I went on to put some plumber's putty on there, which I shouldn't have done. Uh, plumber's putty on top of the uh, rubber seal, and all it did, it just caused it to swirl around. If you put too, you know, pour hot water down there, boiling hot water, it just caused it to lose its uh, tight. So I didn't put any plumber's uh, uh, rubber on the rubber this time. Anyway, just a side note there. Let's go to Eleanor. Hey, Eleanor. Hey, you're on there. Hello, uh, Kim. I'm. I, I... Enjoying listening to your show, and I heard your segment on the this contracting business with the with the city of Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Now I recently I recently moved down here from Detroit to Mississippi, uh, July. Okay. Now, so 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 here's here's the deal. Okay. Um, we've been told for so long that we're the minority. So what I did was I looked up on you know the, you know t- the demographics in terms of the ratio of blacks to whites and you know minorities and Hispanics. Okay. Now. The blacks are 82.18% live in Jackson. Mm-hmm. Next is 15.6% white folks. Mm-hmm. And then point, I think it's point, uh, four nine is Hispanic and point three point three point 3.17% is Asian. Mm-hmm. So, so what, so what I'm trying to say to you is that we are the majority. 82.18% is a, is a majority and we need to reeducate folks and let them know that we're the majority. We should get the lion's share of any contract. And and uh, this this fifteen point six nine percent white folks. Yeah. They they get the crumbs. You follow me? Right. Right. They get the crumbs because we are the majority. We're eighty two point eighteen percent. And you know it was the same nonsense in Detroit. And so you know you know minority setback, ten percent minority setback. And so we were getting screwed. Mm-hmm. But the fact, yeah, and so I didn't get it until this guy, you know, he he explained it to us. Okay, we're not the minority. We're the the ninety percent of the people in Detroit are black. We get the line and share the contracts, and everybody else, they're minority. They get the crumbs. And so, but you know, but, but city council, you know, they they kept harping on. Well, we're the you, you know we're the minority. You know, black people are minority. No. So please educate folks. Eighty-two percent of the population in Jackson are black folk. We get the lion's share. Absolutely, they well, need to know that. 
Oh, well, even all that, Kim. Well, thank you for illuminating and bringing out those numbers for us, Eleanor. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Appreciate thank you. you. Uh, somebody there? Jerry. We have Jerry on the line. And I'll comment on Eleanor's comment. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Kim. How you doing? What's up, my friend? Hey, but she said it don't make no sense. If if you don't have a black minority business that can do the job, why would you award a contract to somebody that can't do it? That's why we in the shape we in now as a, as a dominant ran black city has been running the ground because we're not we're not doing business like business people. You're not going to hire somebody just because they're black. You're going to try to hire the best qualified person, whether they're black or white, to get the job done at the end of the day. They ain't about just trying to get a black minority contractor to do a job. Well, you know, it's about getting the job done, taking care of the people. We, we, they will treat us like customers. Saying to be a whole lot better, they don't treat us like customers. <laughs> that's, a, that's that's true. Look at how Detroit is. Look how bad Detroit is. That's why she moved down here from Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen. Listen. The the way to set the way to set aside the set aside program was set up for the sole purpose of holding the black community back. It is the same old plantation system where they let a few blacks uh, come up, make some good money, and once they get that set up, then they know that those blacks is going to hold everybody else back, i.e. the water sewer contract, where we, where at the end of the day we would have spent over close to $300 million on some water sewer meters that didn't have a problem, but it was only an opportunity for the old administration to make some money for him and his boys, and look what it done for the rest of the, of the, uh, of the city. The money we could have been using on streets and actually improving the quality of life, we got to spend on a project that wasn't even necessary. Yeah, a good example is the, the garbage contract. Right. That no. company been doing it for 30 years. We didn't have a garbage problem until our new mayor made it a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and the people that's going to suffer are the citizens of Jackson. Precisely. So we didn't have a garbage problem, but he created that problem and created a fight that they got to go and hire attorneys, which is causing the taxpayer money. If my thing is, if a company is doing a good job, I would stay with that company. They've been doing it for 30 years. And I had a son work there. He made $17 an hour with benefits. Mm-hmm. Well, and see, here's the thing. They won't work on the things, work on the problems that actually need to be addressed with all their expertise and PhDs and uh, uh, LDDs. And all. They, they won't handle it. They won't attack things that actually needs fixing. It's all this stuff where they can make easy money and then go live in Fat City, or in the case of Chokwe Lumumba, uh, he hate white folks, but he couldn't wait to get over there with them. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the guy that's over the, the water. You know, he's got a doctor's degree, but you don't need a doctor's degree to keep water in a pipe. <laughs> you know, if you're dealing with pipes and pressure, you got to keep the pressure up. You don't need no degree for that. You just need common sense day to read a meter. Yeah. Well, I don't begrudge Chuck. The yeah. ran dry, and when it ran dry, that's when all the trouble started to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't need a doctor's degree to do that. Well, all right, my friend. Look, we appreciate right. it. <clears throat> Folks, here's the thing about all this. Somebody there? Okay, let's get Mike in here before we go to break, and then I'll make my comments. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Hey, man, just a quick comment, man. She uh, she sounds pretty racist, man. Tell me about it. What? Detroit. I'd be curious why she even came down here. But, you know, why just stay in Detroit? Don't bring all that down here. We're trying to live together and do the right thing. Boy, she doesn't take into account. That might be the residents. I mean, 13% of this country uh, is, I don't even like the term African American, but that's what that's the population of the country. But I get that, that it, it, 
that might be the residents of Jackson, but a lot of white people spend money. That's what, you know, in Jackson. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the residents. you got to look at And who knows where all the money comes in. Mm-hmm. City gets a lot of money from state, you know, from the state or from this or that or taxes that people spend. So it's, it's hard to quantify where all the money comes from. So I was just my two cents, man. Just she seems fired up, and she doesn't like it. She ought to go back. Well, I think I think her point I think her point was that we didn't. There's no need to have a minority set aside contract program uh, when you're already the majority. Just go in there and bid on the projects and get the contracts. That at least that's what I understood her to say. But if that if that's what you heard, I understand that also. But I think what she was saying was, which is what I'm saying. Do away with the minority set aside program. You're not a minority right, anymore. Yeah. Period. Period. You know. Right. That's right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm hang up and listen. Appreciate it, man. Well, we're gonna take. All right, folks. We're back. The final few minutes of the Kim Wade show. We're gonna get Dustin in here before we go. Hey, Dustin. Hey. What's up, Mr. Kim? How you doing, sir? All right. Hey, I was uh, listening to you. I don't think I think I was no Bill Bob. Y'all talking about Ukraine a minute ago? Yeah. Uh, um, I was uh, I kind of heard a little bit of them, what I gleaned from the conversation is tell me if I'm wrong. Neither of you support sending weapons to Ukraine for, for them to fend off Russia. Is that, did I hear that right? He didn't. I, I didn't hear him say that. But go ahead. What's your point? Well, no, I was saying uh, you know if I do actually support sending weapons and munitions to Ukraine. You know, as far as you know, helping them fight. You know, because they're. I see it the same way I would see it if we, you know, now we have an upper hand. We already got all the guns. So if somebody stupid enough to invade here, they just going to get their rear ends whooped. You know, but Ukraine got uh, got demilitarized essentially back in the 90s when all that stuff happened. And they've shown that they're trying to be a, you know, join the Western world as far as ideology and things like that. I mean, they're a much closer ally than Russia ever was as far as in, from an ideological standpoint. So why wouldn't we send as much help over there as we could, you know, barring boots on the ground and planes in the air? I mean, heck, we can give them the bullets and the rockets, you know, let them tear Putin a new one. Yeah, well, my thing is, at the end of the day, uh, this is a war for the interests of all the people who have been working against the American uh, democracy. They don't give a flip about us. They're just distracting our attention uh, with another uh, project of theirs. You know, the Ukrainian people got to get in there. They got to do what they have to do. If they can get guns from America, fine. They can get it from wherever they can get it from. I don't have a dog in that hunt. Every man is on, you know, they're on their own as far as Kim's concerned. I ain't got nothing for them. I'll be honest with you, you know. I guess. Well, yeah. I, just, I guess I had heard y'all wrong. I thought y'all were saying, I thought I had heard y'all talking about, like, not giving them weapons and ammunition and things like that. I was like, well, hey, why not just help them out a little bit? You ain't got to put people over there, but. I mean, anybody that anybody in this world that thinks similar to us, given our opposition, we shouldn't just be pushing to keep them at arm's length. Yeah. I guess is my point. I got you. Well, like I said before, at this point here, uh, everything's a scam. And matter of fact, we're going to have a guy on tomorrow who's going to be talking about that. And, uh, and listening in is going to dovetail what your, what your comments are. Appreciate you. Man. I got you. I'll listen to you. I appreciate it, boss. All right, let's get Tina in here before we go to break. Hey, Tina. Hey. Hey, you on the air. Go ahead. Hey, I was just calling about what the other lady had said mm-hmm. about Jackson needing to hire all black African companies, majority. Okay. Well, if we're going to run on that that theory, then what about Madison? Should they hire only 
all white companies and not hire black people? And maybe Flo was the same thing. I mean, does she know what she's saying? Well, here's the thing. Maybe I mean that's not. I mean that's just backwards thinking. What is what is wrong with her? Well, here's the thing. I think what she was saying, if whatever you govern, this and Charles Everett actually said the same thing. When you're in charge, act like you're in charge. If you want to hire your cousin, hire your cousin. You got to be willing to accept the consequences of it. So, I understand what she's saying. I don't. I didn't see it as so much as racist as she's saying is. If you're 100%, 82% black, you got the votes. Vote for it. Don't have to do a minority set aside program. Just vote for it. But anyway, Flo Wood and Madison do the same thing. Then they're going to end up getting sued. The way it is. Be right back. All right, folks, we're back. It's Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios. I got something from Tucker Carlson I want you to hear. It's about inflation, the state of our country, what's going on here. Folks, uh, we, we are bad off. We have no idea. Uh, suffice to say we're bad off, but there is some saving grace. You can go to Your Pie this evening. That's right, folks. Get some great deals on pizza made your way at Your Pie, whether you're a vegan, vegetarian, uh, you like the keto diets, you like the traditional toppings. They have it at Your Pie. Located right across from Germantown High in Gluckstadt, Mississippi. Folks, you can call ahead at 601-407-6400 and have your pie ready. You can get one cooked that you can be chewing and chomping on or right there before you get home. And also get some ingredients made and have it ready to be shoved into the oven at your convenience whenever you want it. That's right, Your Pie. You can have it your way at Your Pie. Check them out, yourpie.com. Download the app, Savings at the Cash Register. Your Pie. All right, folks. I want you to listen to this. It's about 12 minutes. Tucker Carlson, he's, for those of you, let me ask you this here. If Donald Trump had gas stations all over this country called White Racist Donald Trump Gas, $2 a gallon, how many of y'all would go? Would you stand on your principles like you did on November 3rd, 2020 and vote against Donald Trump? And vote against this gas station by going out and paying $4.60, 70 $0.80 cent a gallon. You people who voted for Joe Biden, you have screwed this country up. And I want you to listen to Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson, tonight there are a lot of things going on around the world at the moment. But we thought we would begin tonight with a report from your own country. Just to give you something a little different from what you've been watching every moment of every day for the past three weeks. On your screen are pictures from Brooklyn, New York. These are people waiting in line at a food bank. The queue stretches for blocks. It's what we used to call a bread line. Most of these people are not homeless or not addicted to drugs. Some of them have jobs. They just can't afford enough food. Very few living Americans have ever seen anything like this. It's been nearly 100 years since the United States experienced widespread food shortages. That's long enough that most of us have forgotten what it means. And here's what it means. If you want to make a society volatile, not just angry and divided, which is where we are now, but revolutionary and explosive, then you threaten the food supply. More governments have fallen to rising food prices than to any other cause by far. Hungry people are dangerous. The Biden administration doesn't seem to notice this is happening or acknowledge it. Like all neoliberals, they treat unchanging truths about anything as heresy. They censor them and shut them down. 
They live in an entirely ideological world that they created. They believe reality conforms to their theories, not the other way around. And why wouldn't they think that? If you can change your sex just by wishing it so, you can probably eliminate inflation simply by pretending it doesn't exist. When you're God, there are no limits. The problem is they're not God. They're not even very capable economists. More than a decade of reckless fiscal policies have devalued the U.S. dollar to the point that middle-class people can barely survive in the United States. Now, the suffering of regular Americans doesn't have the thrilling imminence of, say, war footage from Ukraine, but it's real and it matters. And here's what it looks like in number terms. This year, according to a new estimate, rising inflation will cost the average American family $3,500 in extra post-tax income. Now, that might be bearable if you make two hundred and fifty grand a year, though you would notice it. But if you make $35,000 a year, that's a disaster. You will radically change the way you live. Your standard of living will plummet. And that's exactly what millions of Americans are facing right now. It's not a talking point. It's real. Americans for Tax Reform found that between November of 2020 and November of 2021, quote, the bottom 20 percent of earners spent 309 more on food, $761 more on energy, 476 more on shelter, 390 more on other commodities and $224 more on other services. And those are the numbers from November. They've risen dramatically since then, and they're continuing to rise. Nationally, meat, poultry, fish, eggs up 13%. In San Francisco, a dozen eggs is almost $5. Orange juice in Miami is over four bucks. So is a chicken breast in Boston. A pound of ground beef hamburger in LA, $6.34. A pound of bacon in New York City, $7.28. In Chicago last year, green grapes cost $2.50 a pound. Now they're $4. The price of chicken wings in the Catskills went from $8 to 20 bucks. Order something else. If you tried to drink a pint of Guinness in California yesterday to celebrate St. Patrick's Day, it cost you $8.55 for a pint of beer. Prices of everything are rising far faster than wages are, a lot faster. And that means that in very real terms, the most real, people are becoming poorer. And not just people who buy things, consumers, but also people who sell them retailers. This is a disaster for small business. Watch. For a cold, hard lesson on inflation, step into the refrigerator where Karina Godino-Wallink stores the food supplies she just bought for her pop-up food stand business in Phoenix, Arizona. So usually it would be, the boneless would be about a dollar a pound. Um, right now it's one eighty-four a pound. This cheese used to be $9. Right now it's on, it's like fourteen fifty-six. And that makes it hard for someone like you to run your business. Correct. It makes it unbelievably difficult for us to predict any pricing. I can't even say I'm going to charge you a certain price right now because in three days, it's probably bound to change, right. you know, and it's never for the better. Did you catch that at the end? Prices changing every three days. It's like Weimar or Zimbabwe. That is not the picture of a stable economy. And it's not just food that's moving fast. In the city of Baltimore, the cost of electricity has risen 18% in a single year. That does not happen with utilities, but it just did. In Philadelphia, the average utility bill rose from $477 a month to $651 a month. According to the National Association of Home Builders, building material prices increased almost 21% year over year. Overall, lumber prices alone have added almost $19,000 to the price of a home in the past six months. 
That's one of the reasons housing prices are so high. And then, of course, there's gasoline. In Los Angeles, it now costs about $180 to fill a Chevy Suburban. One tank of gas, 180 bucks. Nationally, gas is up nearly 40%. And here's what that looks like. These prices are eye-popping here at the Chevron. It's $7.29 a gallon for a small car with a 12-gallon tank. It would cost you $87 to fill it all the way up. Of course, we know this is the top end of the spectrum here in California. It's the most expensive state. The average price for a gallon here is $5.67. But we all know that nationally, these prices are through the roof. The average cost nationwide now is $4.33 a gallon. That's up 63 cents in just a week's time. And in fact, right now, the average cost is climbed above $4 a gallon in a staggering 38 states. I suck at the handpan, but I'm worse at sleeping. With no caffeine, the mud water rest plan combines rooibos. Rising gas prices makes people desperate. You wouldn't know that from watching television because most of the people who bring you the news don't know what the price of gas is, and a lot of them don't care because they don't drive themselves. But the rest of the country cares very deeply what the price of gas is. And in some places, the problem is so bad, gas prices are so expensive, that thieves have taken to drilling holes in gas tanks to steal it. With the national average at $4.33 a gallon, a troubling new trend is on the rise, gas theft. Crimes of opportunity now happening across the country. Criminals are targeting unattended vehicles for gas, but they're not going in through here. Instead, they're drilling holes from underneath your car and draining your tank. And once a tank is drilled, it can't be fixed. Getting a new one could cost drivers more than $1,000. Contrary to what you may have learned from Sandy Cortez's TikTok feed, the internal combustion engine is not a sin. It's not the basis of a moral crisis. It is a miracle upon which all civilization rests. Your Amazon package arrives because of gasoline. So does your Uber Eats. You can fly to see your relatives across the country because of gasoline. So when the price of gasoline rises, everyone is affected, no matter who they voted for and no matter whether they notice it directly or not. Here's how people in the state of Texas are reacting to the rising gas prices. Gas has reached an all-time record high, and here in Dallas, Texas, it's $4.19 a gallon. Let's go talk to Texans and see what they think about these prices. They're high, real high. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. You're spending more money to go do, to make money, so it's, it's hard. But it, It's outrageous, you know. It's kind of outrageous, I'm going to lie to you. They've been high for a long time, now they're too high. Will the capital of Ukraine fall to the Russians? We certainly hope not. Americans care about that. How high will gas get? Americans care about that even more. They care deeply because it affects their lives so dramatically. And yet the coverage of this is not proportionate. You almost never hear anybody asked, what do you think of the price of gas? But if you leave the TV studios of New York, Los Angeles, and Washington, you will find people really do care. Every product in this country with some exceptions, but not that many, is delivered thanks to gasoline. And that means with rising gas prices, all products become more expensive. The cheapest washing machine you can buy at, say, Best Buy in South Carolina right now, 450 bucks. Furniture and bedding across the country is 17% more expensive than it was a year ago. 12 months ago, a 28 cubic foot Samsung stainless steel fridge was selling for 1,700 bucks at Home Depot. It's now 2,000 and so on for everything, and particularly for vehicles. 
The average price of a used car is up more than 30% nationally. It's up 35% in Massachusetts and Tennessee. It's up 38% in Florida and Maryland. It's up 40% or more in Louisiana, New York, Montana, and North Dakota. That means the average cost of a used car in the state of Montana is now more than $42,000 for a used car, some with high mileage. By comparison, last March, the average used Toyota sold for $20,000. The average used Toyota now goes for $28,000. These are real numbers with real effects. To restate the standard of living of Americans who for almost 100 years have enjoyed the world's highest standard of living in any big country is plummeting. So what's the administration doing to fix this? What are they doing to help? Well, of course, that de depends upon whether or not you're Ukrainian. If you are, they can help you. If you're not, our transportation secretary recommends you take the bus. We do have a lot of capacity in public transit, uh, and that's something that, uh, you know, I, I hope becomes a, uh, a means of choice. We need to make sure that there is less pressure on family budgets from transportation, which is often the second biggest budget item after housing itself. One of the tools that, that, that we have in our toolkit to do that is to make sure there's access to excellent public transportation. Take the bus? Yeah. Homeless schizophrenics have been doing it for generations. Why shouldn't you? You can't afford to drive. That's the transportation secretary. So maybe the first question would be, what are you going to do about gas prices, pal? The roads are falling apart. Maybe you could fix that. No. One of the tools in our toolkit is you can ride the bus with the crazy people and you'll like it. But that's not their only plan to fight inflation. Their other plan, blame others. Now that we live in an America where there's a lot more concentration in certain industries, look at the oil industry, look at uh, meat industry, look at groceries generally, that what's happened is these companies have said, you know, we'll pass along costs, but while we're at it and everyone's talking about rising costs, let's just add an extra big dollop of cost increases to expand our profits. You just heard from someone who's a sitting United States senator whose total reservoir of knowledge about the world is smaller than the sink in your powder room. This is someone who knows literally nothing about how anything works. The meat industry? What would that be, Senator Warren? She has no idea what she's talking about. She has no interest in learning why the dollar is less valuable than it was 10 years ago. And she has no interest whatsoever in improving your life. So the question, once again, is how long can this continue? It's one thing to pretend that boys can compete in girls' sports, and that's totally natural. It's always the way it's been. That may be offensive to people. But when they can't afford to buy groceries, boy, you are really teetering on the edge of something awful. They should wake up soon. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here. To All right, we'll take a break. We'll make comments when we come back. All right, folks, we're back. It's Monday. Glad to be back here. Hey, I want to remind you about State Farm Agent Extraordinary John Dorsey. John Dorsey, an agent for, since 1986 with State Farm. Folks, he can offer you some of the best rates for homeowners, renters, and life insurance. Call for a quote today, 601-790-2600. You want someone who's going to be working on your behalf, giving you the best information that's available out there, the straight skinny, if you will. John Dorsey's your guy. Give him a call, 601 790-2600, located in Ridgeland, right next to McDonald's, 
、uh, Vinyl Plus, and then there's John Dorsey, State Farm Agent. So check him out today. Give him a call, 601 790 All right, folks. What Tucker said, look, I, I, can't, I can't drive home the importance of what Tucker is talking about. Our country is literally collapsing right before our eyes. Now, last year, this time, well, under a real president, Donald J. Trump, you couldn't go into a family dollar store without having to shimmy up and down the aisles because they had so much crap they were trying to get on the shelves. They didn't even sold the crap they had out there, and they got more crap in the, hall, in the aisleway. Now, you can, you can shoot a shotgun up and then not hit anything. Our country is collapsing. And all you people who were so concerned about racism and all this other crap, okay. So now you got your little emotional high. Uh, gone.、Uh, are you happy now? And all that we Christian patriots and rednecks was trying to get you to do, hey man, sit down. Let us reason together. Dude, don't do this. You're gonna do this. You didn't care. You didn't care about anybody but yourself and your petty emotional uh, uh, rants, if you will. You hate Donald Trump. He's a racist. Look what you've done to your life. Look what, folks. This stuff could very well be irreversible if it gets to a certain point. All you folks out there who are on medication and things like that, which is myself too, do you understand what happens when this system breaks down? And the system was working, wasn't that we didn't have any supply chain problems? The, the problems that we're having are created by these same people who are telling you that we need to go to war in the Ukraine. These are evil people. You've heard me say that, and you think, oh, he's just over the top. He doesn't have any cooth. He's not a Christian, all that. Fool, you better recognize. But that's okay, because Kim's going to fight. Kim's going to stand. Kim ain't going out like a buster. Now, if you want to think that you can somehow, by being a wimp or a weasel, that they're going to somehow overlook, they don't care about you. They don't care about me. They kill babies. They're allowing the people over in the Ukraine to be bombed out of existence because they told their president, hey, we got you, dog. w e with you, man. w e your boys, man. Ain't nobody going to roll up on you. They roll up on all of us. And they rolled up in there, and America's nowhere to be found. We had some of the, one of the leading medical so called experts in this state go out and pay cash for a house last week a half a million dollars in cash. And y'all trying to tell me these people ain't on the take? Tomorrow I'm going to have somebody on here at the five o'clock,、uh, four o'clock hour, rather, who is going to be talking.、Uh, uh, whew, my Lord. I just want you to listen in tomorrow.、It's, he's going to be talking about the elites that have taken over this country. Folks, these people are evil. Now, we had the special agent in charge and the U.S. attorney here the other week. And they were going after guns on the streets and all that, all that stuff, fair and good. The FBI has been involved in some, just, just some illegal crap against the American people. Folks, whether you want to accept it or not, this government is at war with us. The Hillary Clintons, the Barack Obamas, these people think they're better than the rest of us. But there's going to be some events that's going to overtake them that they didn't see coming. You know why? Because God's word has to be kept. And to all you folks who work for the government, and I'm going to keep saying this, who carry a gun for the government, who put on a turtle suit for the government, 
You got to understand, things ain't going to always be the way they are. You got the whip hand now, you can jail folks, you can arrest folks, you can do all those things. But there's going to be a fumble, there's going to be an interception, and you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of things. You can write this in blood. There's going to be a purge. And you guys better pray. You better pray to the God that you worship that, they, that we don't have an EMF where they shut down the power grid and everybody's on equal. You better pray that doesn't happen because there's going to be a purge. There's going to be some, some, some accounts settled. We got the man himself, the white girl lover himself, Thomas. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? How you doing, my colored friend? First of all, I'm not colored. What? What? What happened? Listen, you got you, you got reverse vitiligo? What you got? Listen to me. What? Now, listen, I heard that, who that was, Tucker Carlson. Mr. Tucker Carlson, sir. Yeah, Tucker Carlson. That was very interesting. But guess what, though? The problem lies in wages, like minimum wage. They need to increase minimum wage in Mississippi. You know, Mississippi is the only state, one of the only states that refused to increase the state minimum wage. So if we suffer from inflation, and the inflation falls on, inflation and wages falls on all the past presidents, Republican or Democrat, okay? Mm-hmm. And all the former uh, senators and former uh, congressmen, representatives for the past 20 years. You think so? so? They need to try to get minimum wage up, okay? Why? Why? Yeah. Listen, Ken Way, I know you are intelligent, and I'm talking about an uh, intelligent topic that are irrelevant to what you're talking about. So well, why do you think they need to increase well, minimum if wage? Well, listen, if they increase the minimum wage, it's going to add to the inflation. So say it again. If they increase the minimum wage, it's going to add to inflation. Everybody got fifteen dollars an hour. That's, that's why I called and made it come because you you talk a good game. That's why a lot of people like that man on that he I, I forgot it, I think he called in the Clay Elvis show and he also was at the beginning of Clay Elvis. The whole system corrupt. Okay, you crying about inflation and wages, you and Tucker Carlson, but when somebody say increase the minimum wage, you say, oh no, you can't do that. All of it is a you bunch of crap. You can't. That is right there. Listen. Y'all are. A, I, I'm an independent. Okay. No, you're not. You're I'm a black Democrat. You, you, you talk. That's bull, man. You're a Democrat, sir, and don't that's you bull. ever forget it. That's bull. You saying Tucker Carlson even mentioned wages in, in that uh, segment that you played with him? Well, wait a minute. Okay, so if they increase, so increase the federal minimum wage. The federal minimum wage is seven twenty-five. And, and okay. Listen, the marketplace. So, so do you care if Americans eat or not? I I, I don't. <laughs> the question. I don't. I don't care. Listen. I'm just saying, like they had people crying, talking about they can't eat. He was talking about people not eating. Thomas, Tom, I'm increased the federal minimum wage. I'm trying to educate you, son. Trump didn't do it. Bush didn't do it. Trump didn't have to uh, do it. You know why Biden Trump didn't have to? Has not done it. Uh, uh, who else? Reagan didn't do it. Or uh, whoever. They haven't had an increase in the federal middle wage. Barack didn't do it. Sir. Y'all just talking, man. Sir, I'm trying to That's edu- why Congress 
Don't get nothing done. The word con means to go against and argue. That's all y'all doing is arguing. It's just, just, just full of crap, man. You think, Thomas, here. here. You got a, a issue like big as this, what we you say that's going on, inflation, <coughs> everything up. Can I ask oh, you? Oh, my God. Ha, ha, ha. Well, increase the minimum wages. Okay. Increase Th- wages, Th- man. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. Listen. And let's get rid Don't be no dummy. Don't be dumb now. Okay. I, I don't want to be like you. You got to increase the wages, baby. Okay, listen. But right I, now, that's what that man Tucker Carlson is insinuating. Okay, well, listen, I'm trying to. Increase ha- the federal minimum wage, man. Thomas, listen, listen. Okay, here's how you increase the minimum wage. I was out at the outlet mall yesterday, and the sign in one of the uh, shops there was saying, we'll be open on March 24th if we can find somebody who wants to work. The wages are high. People don't want to work. There's so many Democrats out there who, who just don't want to work. What's wrong with you people? You have to increase the minimum wage, though. <laughs> Thomas, what if they're already paying above the minimum wage? Sir? What if they're already paying above the minimum wage, sir? No. Listen to me. It's still important that you create you 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 increase the federal minimum wage because guess what? That sets the tone of wages, period. That's why it's in there. Thomas. That's why I was in put and put in act. You can start you can get fifteen dollars an hour at McDonald's right now. Is that higher than the minimum wage? Of course it is, but we need so to what's the problem then? increase, though, In- because there it is set in stone because an employer really can pay you whatever they want to pay you. Right, and they're paying them $15 an hour instead of 7 15 back to seven twenty-five if they oh, wanted Jesus. to. And see, that's the problem. We need to up the money in America. If America the richest place, richest land, is best land in the world, we're up the money. What we need to do is... What the money? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas. Look, what we need to do is bring back slavery and make these people go to work. They can work under me. If they don't, I'm going to beat them. How about that? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I want to advise you, believe it or not, there is a website. There's an app out there that you can use at Chevron and Texaco. Uh, It's a pay, buy now and pay later app. So you go on to uh, pull up to the gas pump and it's five dollars a gallon and all you can afford is two fifty a gallon. You can uh, you only be charged two fifty or whatever amount, I don't know exactly how it works, and you can pay the other off within six weeks. It's called Klarna it's K L A R N A dot com. K L A R N A dot com. Klarna dot com. It's at Texaco and Chevron. And uh, uh there's no interest charged on this little loan they give you. Uh but again, you can uh, buy now and pay later. You have to pay something at the pump, but it won't be the full price. The terms you have to find out by going to K L A R N A. K L A R N A. All right? Dot com. And uh, it's an app that you can use on your phone and help defray the cost. Uh, all you Joe Biden, all you folks who were riding with Biden, Biden left y'all behind. You, you know, ran out of gas. <laughs> Idiots. We tried to tell you, but remember, you were so fleshly, carnal, and racist, you wouldn't take counsel. Now, out in California, where they're paying seven to eight dollars a gallon, it costs one hundred eighty-five dollars to fill up a Chevy Suburban. So, if you're here in Mississippi, and you got a Chevy Suburban, and you're making twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year, and it's costing you almost two hundred dollars a tank. Okay, vote Democrat again. Let's go to Daryl. 
Hey, Daryl. Hey, Daryl. Hey, Kim, you doing all right, man? I'm great. Good, man. Uh, I was going to address Thomas. I hope he's listening. <laughs> uh, a question I'd like to ask him is, say he's a businessman. Right. And he's paying his, uh, the minimum wage is $9 an hour, and he's paying his employees $9 an hour. They go up to $13 an hour to help all these people with minimum wage. So now Thomas has to pay his employees thirteen, at least $13 an hour. Mm-hmm. Is Thomas going to pay that out of his pocket, or is he going to pass that to the consumer? That's right. He's going to pass it to the consumer. He's not going to lose money. You can't now, him. all of a sudden, this person who got a $4 raise is going out and paying more money for everything that he does or buys, and it's very likely going to put that person worse off than they were to begin with because everybody has at least have to make that amount of money. So the cost is going to go up, and this person who got the increase in the minimum wage is going to be paying a lot more. That's right. I don't know why that's hard to understand. Well, what it is, Thomas, like many folks who voted for Joe Biden, you can't reason with them. You can tell them, Thomas, if you do this, this is going to blow up in your face, it's going to blow up in your hands. He doesn't care. This is what I'm saying. You don't want these people running anything. You know, it's, it's almost like zoo animals. Yes, it's nice to go there and view them on a Sunday afternoon. You don't want to take them home with you. These people are nuts. You know, it, it's almost, I know it's it's comparing apples and oranges, but it's almost kind of like people think because you increase taxes that you can throw more money at government or state stuff that it's going to make things better, too. Right. And that's not the case. <laughs> necessarily well and see thomas thomas as many of those thomas come out of the compassion industry just like you have a blues industry cotton industry farming industry you have a compassion industry people who think because they care so much yada 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 that everything should balance out everything should paper out because they care and not every caring project is worth a, a investment from my pocket or yours or the government or anybody else's. Sometimes it's just something for you to do. You know, I think that old lady needs to, you know, we need to come help. No, not we, you. It came across your heart. The Lord laid it on you. You go do it. But Thomas wants to enlist everybody else in the foolishness that he won't even take time to get educated about. And the rest of society has to be brought down low because Thomas is an idiot. And I'm just saying, I'm tired of people like this. I'm tired of these folks, the slowest wagon in the wagon train, trying to run everybody else. No, no more. Well, maybe he needs to go around tipping everybody, you know, at Walmart, Kroger, wherever he goes, to give people that extra, you know, extra amount of money there out of his pocket to that, help. That's what you do. You you pay the lawn man, you pay the, <laughs> the waiter and the waitress. You pay them yeah. like, okay, $15 an hour. I've been sitting here uh, 45 minutes. Well, here's $12. You know, at least pay what you weigh. You say you believe they don't. What they want to do is is virtue signal about how they're so concerned about everybody else, but yet they don't want to put their own money into it. I'm saying, man, boo-boo on this. Yeah, yeah. Well, those business people are definitely going to pass it on to Thomas and everybody else because they're not going to bite the bullet. They're not going to take the loss. And that's the reality. They'll pass it to the consumer. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Dick. Thank you. Take care, man. Have a good day. All right. Darrell makes he makes some good points. Thomas, I hope you're listening. I hope you understand it. Remember that website is Klarna, K L A R N A dot com. Pay pay now and buy later. Uh, buy now and pay later. Uh, app that you can use on your phone at Texaco and Chevron. K L A R N A dot com. Let's go to Derek. 
What's up, Derek? Yeah, basically what Thomas brought you is the uh, tarp on the roof um, solution stuff. What I mean by tarp on, tarp on the roof, if you go down the city of Jack, go through the city of Jackson and all those houses, you see little tarps on the roof right. where they didn't bother to fix the shingle right. or the roof. Now, you and I both know, having actually be homeowners, that if after a storm, if you so much as missing one or two, heck, three shingles, they're going to replace the whole roof. Mm. Why? Because basic economics tells the insurance company that it's better to fix the whole thing now than to piecemeal it and have to spend more later. Okay. That's right. And see, people like Thomas don't understand basic economics. They go off the deck, cotton-picking emotions, and, you know, then they don't think. Well, Kim, that was not traditional what black people did. We had an old saying, if you didn't work in the garden, you didn't eat. If you didn't catch no fish, you didn't eat. Mm-hmm. Where did all this emotional nonsense come from? Yeah, it, it, it comes from our leadership. Our leadership is basically just Judas goats, man. They led us to a political Jonestown. Now we're sitting up there with a cup of Kool-Aid trying to decide what we're going to do next. You're going to drink, drink the Kool-Aid, Hoss. This is where you are. And, and, and people people like that worthless C.J. LaMasters and all these other reporters from the news, y'all know <laughs> darn well what y'all doing. You're going to heavy Joe Biden supporter areas, and they pining about the gas. Now, was they pining when they tried to get Trump out? Mm-hmm. And then talking about Trump didn't wage the rages. He didn't have to because he made it to where business flourished. That's right. It was a volunteer. Right. He didn't have to because he implemented Reaganomics. It was a Bush. Vo- as much as people don't like the second Bush. He 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 um he he's a foot off the neck of small business owners like my parents. Mm-hmm. You know when I was you know around that time. Right. And my dad owned several charter buses. He did all his own mechanical work. So guess what? He didn't have to pass that cost off to right. his clientele, mm-hmm. which gave him more clientele because he could offer a competitive price. That's yeah. how economics works. But see, emotional mindless Democrats don't understand that. They don't. They don't. And again. It's because of them, and they get equal votes with everybody else many times, more votes, because half of them don't vote, and their vote is captured and used. But they're costing our, we're losing our, we're losing our country because of people like Thomas and people who think like Thomas. You Joe Biden supporters, you screwed up America. I don't give a damn yeah. what you say. It's y'all. And to answer that stupid, that, that, that stupid thing about minimum wage, look, minimum wage is there for a reason. When I was a teenager making minimum wage, guess what? It was fine enough for me. Mm-hmm. But why? Because I was a teenager. I had enough sense enough to know that the money I was making covered every single thing my teenage mind wanted at the time. But sooner or later, I had to do what, Kim? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, you, you had to add some value to what you were offering the marketplace. Thomas doesn't want to add any value. He just thinks because he's breathing, somebody ought to come out here and give him a living wage. Why don't you earn a living wage? If not, you can drop a few pounds, bro. Push away from that feedback. And yeah, hell yeah, which is another thing. You know, there's all the people complaining on food stamps. They some of the fattest, most obese people you ever seen before in your life. It's the poverty of the spirit that's got them down, brother. But listen, uh, Thomas could take a good lesson if you listen to what you said in the previous caller. But again, he's not interested. Thomas wants to pin people's ears back. Thomas likes seeing people suffering, particular people he's been told to hate, which is anybody who has a little bit more than what he has. Rather than and, and, and Kim, I believe they do it because their life sucks so bad they want everybody to be be just as pathetic as they are. I would agree. There's evidence of that, brother. A lot of it. Thanks, Derek. Uh-huh. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, let's get back to the phone. Let's go to Alisa. Hey. 
Yes, currently in the state of California, every employee in the state of California is making thirteen dollars an hour because of the state of California legislator. Okay, so the stuff is going on right now in America. So what are you and that guy talking about? Several states have increased their state minimum wage. Twenty states, thirty states are above seven twenty-five in America right now. So. What's your point? All right, let's go to Sylvia. The problem is, is gas is now seven, eight dollars a gallon out there. Oh, Thomas, Thomas was transgendering on us on there. He said his name was Alicia, but anyway, what's going on, Sylvia? <clears throat> I just wanted to say something. I'll be quick because it's almost out of time. The young man, the man who was before Derek, I agree with one hundred percent. I just wanted to add that those who are getting fifteen hours and um, fifteen dollars an hour. They don't have the full 30 hours that they used to have. And also, you, they will pay more if, because they're going to end up paying for that $15 an hour. So I'd rather stay where it is and not have such high prices on things. It's already high anyway, but I'd rather have less. And that's all I wanted to say. I agree with him 100%. Thank you. The problem, what we're seeing in our economy right now, our economy is being manipulated and massaged by evil people. Every crisis, uh, you go back as far as you want to go in your mind, as far as your memory will take you. Every one of these crises, none of the people who caused the crisis are paying for it. Everybody who had their hand on the COVID scam and the COVID vaccine scam, everybody's got their hand on the Ukrainian, none of them are taking a loss. All these politicians are riding around on government Sponsored gas cards. They're slamming Cadillac doors that somebody's chauffeuring them around in. We, the American people, are taking it in the shorts on behalf of the illegals, on behalf of the people in Ukraine whose borders being overran by Russia, and yet we can't get any relief. All we get is just condescension, a rolling eyeball in the backhand from our government at every turn. I'm going to have a guest on tomorrow. I want you to just listen to what he's saying, folks. These elites are running this country. The elite billionaires, the elite politicians, the elite bureaucrats. There's only at tops, including the military, there's only about five million of them. But because they have all their electronic devices and eyes in the sky, they think they can do anything to everybody. I'm telling you, Hoss, they're going to lose. And many of them will be put to death for their traitorous and treasonous ways. They're going to make a mistake. Let's go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey. Hey. You're on the air. You are on the air. Hello? Yes. Hello? Hello? Come on, dude. You're on the air. What's up? Hey, Kim. I was just going to say this, man. Look, the bottom line is if, if, if you play the role of a victim, it's never your own fault never the ball is not in your court if if you take responsibility then the ball comes in your court and you can actually do something about it that's the bottom line as long as you play a victim it's it's never going to be your fault it's always going to be somebody else's always well you know what 
You're absolutely right. That's an age-old adage and truth that uh, will continue to be so All right, buddy. That's all I had to say, Kim. Thank you, Mark. Long after we're gone. Like I said, th- this is where Kim is. I don't want to hear it. Everybody, look, I got my own problem. You got yours, okay? My problems are being made worse by the Thomases of the world who, you know, they just can't accept fact, reason, or counsel. And they get an equal vote, and they go out and vote by people who are manipulating them making them angry at the world. All you folks who are mad at Trump. Gas was, look, I could fill my tank up for $30 under Trump. It's $80 now. No, I'm not a happy camper. I owe you zip. Every man for himself, God for us all. Let's take a break. Back in 22 hours, we'll see you on the radio. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.